This is the Plan Simple Podcast. The one for you, my dear, the woman who wears so many hats. We both know how many people in your life benefit when you're at your best. What would happen if you were to ditch overwhelm and wear all those hats with ease? I'm going to share how simple this can be. We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Here's a question for you. How do you prioritize yourself when you have kids and a business or kids and work? You know you need to prioritize yourself. I know that you know that when your cup is full, that you have so much more to give, but how does it actually happen? That is what we are going to talk about on today's podcast. We're going to talk about how to lean into your own energy to find work-life balance. And we are going to do this by getting the amazing Gianna Diggs on the show. Gianna is just such an amazing human. You're going to love her energy. She calls herself a girl mom, a human design enthusiast. She is, for anyone who is a human design enthusiast listening, she is a 6'2 emotional projector. You'll learn more about that on the show. She is a Cancer Sun and a Leo Moon and Rising. She's a lover of Skittles and Airheads and all sorts of candy and romance romance novels and 90s hip-hop and R&B. And she loves laughing, which I think you'll get a little bit of on this show. She uses intuitive and energetic modalities such as neuro-linguistic programming, otherwise known as NLP, emotional freedom technique, time techniques, human design, business astrology, so many tools to help her clients come into balance. And we are so, so lucky that Gianna is part of Flow 365. Have I ever told you all how many amazing women are part of Flow 365? (laughs) The reason I feel like Flow exists is because there's so many amazing people who are waking up to the idea that time management is hard. Balancing amazing, meaningful work and taking care of your body and taking care of your home and tending to your business and making money and self-care, like all these things are so, so important. And as we start to take more and more personal responsibility for leaning into all of them, it is so helpful to do in a group and with support and with being able to show up like maybe you used to show up to work to do some of this stuff, right? Like what we're doing in Flow 365 is actually a lot of the planning 
and doing of hard things, it's not a lot of learning. I talk every once in a while, I coach for sure, but it's mostly about the being and the doing. That's what's happening in flow. So we have amazing humans. Gianna is one of them. By the way, just a side note is that um, we have a few spots open. So if you want to see if that might be a good fit for you. It's an amazing time to step into this. We have a retreat coming up. If you're listening to this in real time, it's in a few weeks. We have about four or five retreats a year, but one is 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 impending. <laughs> and it's a really good time, I think, in the summer to get some clarity, get some real clarity, because you can use the pace of summer to journal and to think and to get clarity and start moving forward on what you really want and be ready when September hits. A lot of times what happens to us is we, you know, that that idea that the holidays in December are are hard and overwhelming or busy or whatever they are, however we describe them, is generally a culmination of what's been happening since September. So I find that when we really can sink into what we want in the summer and have a plan for when the season, the next season comes and it's changing, oh my gosh, life can just be so amazing. So if you're interested in seeing what that might mean for you, definitely come on over to plansimple.com, click on the Flow 365 button, get yourself on that wait list, and someone from our team will reach back out to you and tell you what the next steps are, okay? All right, let's get back to Gianna. Anyway, I'm just so excited for you to meet her. I'm not going to keep talking about her because she has so much value just to give us on this show. So with no further ado, let's just get the amazing Gianna on the show. Hey, Gianna. Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. Hey, me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. So <laughs> let's tell the more like unofficial story of Gianna. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're balancing right now. Like what's going on with motherhood, business? Like tell us what your your balancing act looks like. Okay. So right now I'm kind of in a season of preparation. Um, and preparation for, I have my five-year-old, um, but also I am pregnant with my second child. So exciting. And so, yes, I'm excited. We're having a little boy. So I feel like for the most part, the decision right now is that the family's complete, but we'll see. <laughs> and, um, so I'm preparing for his arrival. Um, also, you know, we're getting married the same weekend as the baby shower next uh, in June. So, you know, preparations for that on top of business and so um and preparing for what my business looks like after the baby comes um trying to do a little bit of revamping of maybe creating more evergreen stuff so that you know i can still be present with my kids um and not necessarily doing a whole whole lot of client work um and just kind of just preparing for what all those different things look like that's kind of the season i'm in and that's just kind of what I'm balancing right now. Awesome. Have you always been an entrepreneur? I forget. No, this. I have, no, I have not. Um, so what was your journey I, like from not entrepreneur to an entrepreneur? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm trying not to be too long winded with this one. But um, <laughs> I've 
it, it kind of started with uh, getting my master's in sport management, working in the athletics department, dealing with fundraising, dealing with planning, you know, different events so we can get uh, money for our student athletes. Um, and I did that for a while. And then I was a paralegal working at uh, the largest, right, criminal defense, yeah, largest criminal defense practice in New York City. Um, and I, I love that work. Um, and I also taught first grade for a few years. Um, and some people can say, well, what does all three things have in common? For me, it's everything was just helping people. I've always loved being of service um, and helping those around me that uh, that I felt called to help. And I've always loved children. So that's where the teaching came in. And so that was kind of like my journey uh, before I turned 30. <laughs> and then once I turned 30, I kind of felt like an energy shift. Um, and I also was helping my cousin with her music career. I come from a very musically inclined family. So that's kind of in line with that. And um, when things kind of started shifting, like literally right before the pandemic, I was just thinking, I love passion work. I love purpose work. And I wanted to share that with the world. And so that's kind of where the entrepreneurship came into the picture. Awesome. So it came, it came post then you're having a child. Like it wasn't part, yes. like the decision wasn't about like work life balance per se, but, but was, was being a mom, a part of the choice to go in that direction? Um, now that I think about it, not necessarily. It did come after uh, my daughter was born in 2017. So that's actually when I started teaching. Um, in 2017. And I just realized that as much as I loved working with kids, it was just, it was a lot balancing. Oh, my child is sick. You know, like I can't come in today. I have to, you know, let all the other teachers know because I worked at a charter school and we didn't have substitutes. Right. And so that put pressure on my co-teacher to have to manage the day without me there. Um, I would say it didn't play a huge part in the decision, but when I looked at like the pros of it, that definitely was a part of it of just being able to be there um, for my daughter, just this past spring break, we were able to travel to see my mom, see my best friend, you know, down in North Carolina and Virginia, right? I wouldn't be able to do that if I was doing something else, right? I was able to yep. take my work with me. Um, so that kind of was the perk, if you want to call it that. Awesome. Okay. So, so you teach about mindset, yeah? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive into that piece. So tell, <laughs> tell us, let's talk a little bit about mindset and where, working with your own mindset like where wh what part of your life did that come in like i know you teach about it now you you sort of take us in the direction you want to go but let's let's talk mindset for a little bit yeah so dealing with mindset um everything is not going to be easy especially when you decide okay i want to become an entrepreneur right it's like okay what does that entail right all the fears that you have all of the doubts that you have that comes up that literally like comes to the, the peak of the head, right? Like it's just, oh, I, I have a fear of speaking. Like all the things you forgot that you feared comes up. Um, and so doing the mindset work and working through different strategies such as affirmations, um, you know, meditating, those kind of techniques help when those fears come. Because I always say, You'll never get over a fear at every single level, whether you, okay, now you're doing great. Your business is making money. Now you want to get to six figures. There's mindset work that comes in every single level that you get to. So there's not a, you're not going to get over it, right? You're going to move through it, right? And so it's really just learning how to move through those different fears that you have, those different things that hold you back. Awesome. So, so true. And such an important part of what 
you know, I love to teach as well. So I love that you have that, have that piece. So tell us a little bit about what some, like, I know that like you actually operate in some very specific tools around mindset. So tell us <laughs> yeah. a little bit about what some of your favorite um, tools are, like what you liked, like some of the ways through, I guess, would be the okay. way to ask that question. So I have a whole bunch. So I'm just going to like narrow down to like three or four that I love. Yeah, so the absolutely. First is my, the first is like the esoteric, you know, the, uh, I guess you can call it spiritual, right? So I love using um, astrology, you know, business astrology, looking at what's going on in my chart, you know, like, you, oh, Mercury getting ready to go in retrograde. How does that affect me? You know, having tech issues, things like that. Um you know, planning with the moon, things like that's the big Does that mean you stuff. avoid things? Like, so when you just brought up the tech thing, does that mean that you avoid doing things on those days when like Mercury's in retrograde? Or does it mean that you just plan differently for them? I'll plan differently for them. Yep. So I'll know like if I'm working on something, okay, if the computer is acting wonky, you know, I just had this happen last week, right? I may just put it, I may just put it down instead of like beating myself up about, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. I'm just like, okay, how can I put this into next week? Because right now my computer is not working the way I need to. Um, like life doesn't stop because the planet is in retrograde, right? We just learn how to, how to look at, how to move around it. And also just knowing your chart, once you know your information, your birth information, you can go and look it up and see like, okay, this energy is affecting me right now. How can I, you know, have self-care practices that's going to help me to kind of move through that energy. So that's astrology, but also human design, right? Like I love human design. I'm very big on it. Um, it is a large part of my business and just how to use my energetic blueprint to help me in my day, right? So I'm a projector, for example. I know that trying to do a 10-hour workday is not conducive to my energy because if I do that five days in a row, I need two weeks off <laughs> because <laughs> I've, used, I've exerted too much of my energy because I don't have access to that sacro. You know your chakras, right? The sacral center. I don't have access to that um, unless I'm around someone who has it, but I'm taking in their energy and then I have to decompress at the end of the day. So using human design and really using my energetic blueprint to really help me to continue to be aligned within my business. So those are more of the, you know, I guess the spiritual kind of practices. Um, Let's see. Another technique I love is emotional freedom technique. That is one of the ones that I use probably more often. And that's if like, if I'm feeling down, if I have fear about something, right, I'm using the non-meridian points in my face and I'm going through the negatives of how I'm feeling and I'm going through a positive affirmation to kind of help me tap, literally tap out that energy. And if I need to do it again, I'll do it multiple times. Um, but, you know, Tapping really is just like, it's a kind of in the moment. Yes, you probably need about 10 minutes, but you can just look in the mirror. I love looking in the mirror, look at myself in the eyes, right? And just doing the mirror work along with it. Um, so those are two. And then my last one is something that I actually had to kind of sit down and just figure out myself because I would do this and, you know, we kind of talked through this. I never actually gave it a name and it's, it's not anything special, but I call it the RBI method. The first part of that is recognizing, right? And so I'm looking at my mindset around anything, whether it's like I had a hard day with my daughter, for example, like what is she going through, right? So I'm looking at, I'm recognizing how I'm feeling. I'm recognizing that I'm not in a good mental space uh, and I'm just observing it, right? And so I'm recognizing that and the next B is validating it. I'm validating why I'm feeling that way. What's going on in my life that's making me feel this way? Um, if it's in your business, you know, why is there a fear of failure there? Did you try something and it didn't work? 
And again, I'm still just, I'm not judging it. I'm just paying attention to it. And then I'm implementing. So some of the techniques I just talked about before, whether that, again, you can go back into the affirmation, you can go into your meditating, you can go into just being able to sit and implement these things that are going to help you kind of move through this energy as opposed to just, I got to just be in high vibe, right? We always talk about being high vibe. You got to be high vibe all the time, right? We're not meant to be high vibe all the time. We can have what we call these low vibrational mindsets. It's just sitting in there that makes, that does the detriment to everything else in our life. And so going through that method um, has really helped me where I can kind of recognize my own crap. That's what I like to call it. Um, yep. Yes. So those are a few, I love that. few techniques that I like to use. All right. So now we have to go back. We have to go back through those, some of those. So let's talk a little bit about like, so human design, I, I know that's something you teach on a lot and um, has been super helpful for me actually, mostly mm-hmm. in business, but, but in personal life too. And so I'm a manifesting generator. Yes. And you're a projector, right? Is that yes. what you said? So mm-hmm. let's just like, t- like, so what, what does it mean that we're different? Like, how would we go into the same situation differently? Can we give like a really simple example? Okay. Like, what if let's something see. goes wrong? Like, what if, what if like, we both have a day where mm-hmm. we're really low energy and everything feels like it's going wrong? Would we solve that differently as in those two types? Um, so as a, as a projector, I tend to need a little bit more rest, right? Like we talk about, you know, being a nap queen, for example, right? Like yep. we're the nap people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we need, we need those, we need those, uh, those naps. And a part of that also, cause there's so much into it. There's like, you always hear about the types. When you look up human design, you'll find that's the very basic level, but there's also other things such as your authority, right? Like if you're, uh, a sacral, right? Because your sacral is defined. My sacral is not. So there are the generator and the manifesting generators have their sacral centers are defined. That's why they are the nine to five crew. And that's, and you don't, and this is not to say you have to work a nine to five, but they're the people who kind of thrive in that energy because you have to, you, you spend the day kind of getting all that energy out and then you can go home and literally pass out and go to sleep. Whereas for me, you know, as a projector, or if you're a manifester, or if you're a reflector, we don't have that same kind of, it's a motor, we call it a motor, that's a motor center, you, you don't have that energy. So if I'm near you, you might give me all this energy to get something done. But then when I leave you, I don't have that energy anymore. Right? So oh, you may notice if you, you, um, you may notice if you're around family members who are a generator manifesting generator, you're like, wow, I work out work them. Because I'm taking in all their energy and I'm sucking it up like a balloon. <laughs> and then, um, you know, when I go home, it, I'm drained and I'm trying to figure out why am I so drained? Like what? And that's why, because I don't have your, I don't have access to that, that like work for life force energy anymore. And so now I need to go home and decompress and be away from everyone else for like 30 minutes. And then I can go to sleep. So going back to your example of just like having a hard day, um, you know, we may process that day the same, but I might need to be away from people so that I can really decompress the energy around me. I don't need to, um, you know, like I need to go upstairs, right? Like my fiance, he's a generator. He's a pure generator. So I can go upstairs ahead of time and go lay down, maybe read a book, just decompress away from him and anyone else who's in this house. Um, 
and then I can I can fall asleep easier. But if I don't do that and we go to bed at the same time, I'm spinning for you know sometimes for hours, and I'm like I need to sleep, but I can't because my I'm I still have that energy next to me. Um, so that's probably the best way to describe it. So interesting, and I think for me, well, as a manifesting generator, I it's not always actually that easy to decompress at the end of the day, but but I need to be able to go on my, like, I need to be able to move with my ideas or I go crazy. And I believe that's part of that. That Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a level of you have the manifester energy. Doesn't mean you always fully operate on it, but manifesting generators are very much people who they have 10,000 ideas and it's okay for them to have that. Right. Whereas right. Like for me, I, yeah. I probably need to focus a little bit more. Um, yeah. but if you have all these different ideas, you, you get bored if you don't do it, you know? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I don't even have to act on them all, but it's funny because um, I feel like, especially since I'm in the productivity space, which is kind of interesting, you know, so much of it is like, pick your lane, pick your lane, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I'm, and so it's interesting, like what happens when, you know, if I go, if I forget myself and I go too far into that, I end up suffering slightly, you know, still, yeah, you're still suffer, planning. You the yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. interesting. All right. So that is a tool you use and I love it. And everybody, where, what's the best way for people to do that? Like how, how do people who don't know, like how do they go figure that out for themselves? So there are different, so you can go to, um, so you need first things that you need are your, of course, your birth date, mm-hmm. your birth time and your birth place. So you need those okay. three things. So all your birth information. And then you can go to uh, javianarchive.com or you can go to mybodygraph.com. Uh, um, or if you, you know, you're like, okay, because those are like the main tools, but you could just type in like human design body graph, like how to find my human design body graph. And you'll see a bunch of different awesome. things pop up. But those are the main two that I, that I use. All right. Um, and we'll put that in the show notes so everybody can go do it if that interests them. Right. And you just pull your chart and then you'll see your type, you'll see your authority. Um, And so, you know, then that's when you go into if you're a pure generator or a pure manifesting generator, that means that your stackle is your authority. And so when it comes time to make a decision, you're like, uh uh-huh, like you're going to get an uh uh-huh if you feel like a yes or uh uh-uh, right? And that goes kind of into intuition, right? That's kind of where I like feel intuition plays in because a lot of time we ignore it. And so you're getting the signals. Um, if you're listening, of course, you're getting the signal of whether you should do something right away or, you know, 50% of population, um, emotional, right. And I'm thinking purely for your, for your type, but like, you're an emotional authority. And that means you need to spend a little bit of time on making a decision, right. Uh, you don't, instead of saying, yes, I'm going to do something right away and then regret it tomorrow. You like, you know, can you give me like three days? Yep. You know, and you sit with it. You can meditate. I like to meditate on the decision for three days and then see, okay, yeah, I, I still think like, yeah, my answer is still yes. Or nope, my answer turned into a no. Yeah. So yeah. And it's cool. There's and everybody, it. it's like, <laughs> it's like everyone is so different. Like, I really do think we all need to think of our own, like follow our own path. And there are these tools that really help us, Um you know, to dial in to like the different pieces of us. So I, I love it. I love human design yeah. specifically for entrepreneurship. Actually, I found it's very, it's very helpful in like um, bringing me back to just realizing how I make choices and, you know, how I'm different than maybe who I'm learning from and all those things. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it definitely allows you to um, see that, you know, just because a coach is telling you to do something, for example, not that you don't necessarily have to listen to them, but 
being in alignment with the decisions that you're making in your business and not because someone who makes six figures is telling you to do it because their strategy might work for them, their type, their energy, and it may not work for you. And being okay with that and taking the pieces that, that do work and then leaving those that don't um, and not putting too much pressure on yourself to follow exactly what someone else is telling you to do. It kind of gives you, you bring the authority back into, into you, right? You become the authority of your business, not someone else. Awesome. I love it. Um, so, and you taught actually about human design a bit on our, on our winter um, event, mm-hmm. which was so helpful. Cause I, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's a fun thing to do. Um, I'm yeah. just thinking about like, it's a fun thing. Like I, that then it felt like a fun thing to do on, on a, on a, um, in the new year. And right now I'm thinking it's, it happens to be my birthday month. So I'm like, Oh, I should go like find some more human design info. It's always fun to find out more about. Yeah. It's a lot. I will say it's, it's definitely a lot of information. Um, but just if you're new to it and you just want to learn it, just stick with your type, your strategy and your authority. And then you can move on to like what centers you have to find and your channels and your gates and all the other things that go along with your body graph. Cause it is a lot. of. And what do you think is the best way to learn all the things? Um, like, is it, is it like a sort of astrology and that it's helpful to have like you or somebody really help you understand? Or is yeah, there I would say getting a, like, getting a reading. Yeah, getting a reading yeah. is great. You can also find there's, uh, I'm blanking on the title of the book, The Science of Differentiation. Um, that's the, that's the one of the main books that uh, Ra Uru, who is the, uh, the, the person who downloaded this information from the universe, uh, the, what he mm-hmm. calls it, the voice. Um, that's one of the main books if you really want to dive deep into it. Um, but I would say definitely get a, getting a reading is great. And then if you really want to learn, you can learn through that book. Um, there's just so many books out there. You go on Amazon, you'll find you'll find a whole bunch. And then there's also extensions of it, like the Gene Keys. But we apply the gates to your genetics, right? That's by Richard Root. And I love Gene. I love actually using Gene Keys as well. Um, that's kind of a differentiation from me, maybe to certain other people, is that I love looking at the genetics because that also helps with your your fears. You can see kind of where certain fears come from because that's like shadow energy. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it's a lot, and like I loved it. When I love something, I I dive head first, and so yeah. it's you know that's kind of how I approached it. Is just I just wanted to learn everything. I love it. All right. So you said something earlier, I think you were talking about the tapping, but I feel like it actually taps into all three tools that you shared, Mm -hmm. whether it's like human design or astrology tapping, or what did you name the third one? RBI method. That's my RBI method. I like it. I like it. So good. Um, So whether you're, whatever you're using, it's like you're using that to move through usually negative emotion, right? Like Mm -hmm. whether, you know, it's fear or worthiness or, you know, or lack of worthiness. Mm -hmm. So, so Gianna actually is in flow 365. She's an amazing addition to that. It's so fun. It's so fun how many teachers we get in there. So I love having her in there and and learning all the pieces. Um, She shared something amazing about astrology earlier today, actually, that I'm still thinking about. Um, So, so you are so amazing because you do something that you do something very naturally that like, I feel like a lot of times I'm, I'm prompting people to do over and over again, which is you really make time for these tools. 
which like, Mm -hmm. because I think so often we like, we build up these, these to-do lists, like, okay, we have to launch this product and it has these 15 steps and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, we want to eat better. And that is like, is like menu planning and doing this and, you know, exercise, Mm -hmm. like whatever all the things are right. Like the logical things, like, yes, there's logical things we need to do to do anything, but then there's also these things because whenever we're growing, we're inevitably going to hit obstacles because our brain is pretty much programmed to prevent us from growing in that way. So, so it's so, it's just, it's so interesting to watch like that, you know, when we share on Mondays, you'll do things like, okay, yeah. Like one of my things is like, I'm just going to remember to tap every time I don't feel well, or like, you know, I'm feeling fear. So talk to us a little bit about that, like really like using these tools and, and how that's really transformed your life or, you know, you can use other people's example, whatever, I guess your life, whatever, or clients, yeah. if you want to use them as examples, but how has that, how do you think that's really helped you create a better life? Because I think a lot of people are probably listening and being like, I don't have time for that. Right. I think um, for me, it's funny that you say that. Cause I'm like, I, it's funny. I don't actually always pay attention to how I make time for it. So this is off the cuff because I'm like, how do I make time for it? I just, I, it just goes back to the recognition part of the RVI method, right? Like I recognize when I'm just not in a good space and I will like find time, whether that, okay, Nyla, that's my daughter's name. She's, uh, she gets dropped off at school at eight o'clock, right? And I need to get some things done, but I have this hour between eight and nine that I have nothing there. Right. So I'm going to take the time. Right. I know what I'm doing the night before. I'm going to do a journal prompt. Right. This is I'm feeling this way. I feel like journaling today. Right. And so I'm going to journal between eight and nine or you know what? I just need to get rid of this kind of on a faster pace. So let's do a tapping session. Right. And so it really goes back to like what flow is about. And that's really having an understanding of what my schedule is like and how I'm trying to balance everything that I have going on in my life and I'm making the time for myself, right? Self-care is, it, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because I'm actually working on a self-care planner right now. With yes. in it. And the reason why um, I'm working on it is because it always goes back to, I always think about what I need in the moment. Um, and because I, you know, I'm dealing with being pregnant and being tired all the time and having a five-year-old and paying attention to what she's doing and making sure I'm mindful of how she's feeling because she has to deal with a new baby coming in the house. Right. And I'm also trying to revamp parts of my business and I'm planning a wedding and a baby shower, all these different craziness going on. I have to make time for myself and I have to make like, that's a priority. And I think as moms, a lot of times we don't prioritize us. And I, and I watched the women around me growing up find ways to prioritize themselves. Yes, they had moments where they felt burnt out because we all get there, right? That, you know, but just being mindful that if I'm not in good health, if I'm not in a good space, then it's going to affect every other area of my life. And so because I I know these techniques, I don't want to sit on them, right? Because a lot of times we learn things and we sit on them. So I'm like, how can I use them? I did a creativity meditation this morning just because I felt like I needed to move into a creative space and I used uh, the balance app right and it's literally I did a five minute meditation so it's nothing you have to do that it doesn't have to take an hour right it's just I have these five minutes before I have to get ready to go pick up my daughter right like I'm like okay I have 
It's 150. I have to leave by 155. I can meditate for five minutes. Yeah. Right. And it's just finding that time to just make time for myself and knowing that me doing that is not selfish. I'm taking care of my, if I'm not in good health then everything else around me is going to fall apart. Yeah. And keeping that kind of in the, in the back of my head, but also like, you know, making sure that you, I'm mindful of it, especially when I know I'm not doing it. And I'm like, I haven't been doing this thing and I'm feeling it. Where in my schedule can I make time to just give myself 10 minutes to, to do these things? And I think once you become conscious of it, then it's something that you're always kind of thinking about. Yeah. I love that. And so, um, it's so cool, actually. I just want to pause on that. Like, hopefully that your mom comes and listens to this because it's cool that that was modeled for you. That's unusual, actually, that like yeah. self-care yeah. was modeled. I feel like that's not something usual. Yeah, she had her, she had her ways, you know, um, yeah. she, and I, and I'm always teaching her new things. She always calls me about something like, oh, you know, how do I do this? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to teach you how to like, oh, we're going to tap because you're, you're doing, you know, she had a test, a big test that she had to take for licensure for her, for her job. And, and I know she has test, test anxiety and I sent her a tapping video and it helped her pass. Right. And so those that. are, the, that's the things that I, I love is like, how can I use this technique? to help someone else, even if it's the people just around me, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a client. It, it can just be people that I love. Um, and I just, I, I think her self-care wasn't like what we think of self-care. You, yeah. you know, think, speaking of my mom, cause she had me at 17. Right. And I just watched her. I just watched her prioritize school. She graduated high school on time. She went straight to college. Right. And I went, by the time she graduated, uh, I wasn't quite one year old yet when she graduated high school. And I just seen her find ways to prioritize me as her child, but also prioritize her dreams. Um, oh, beautiful. And, and so I don't know what she did. Like, I can't say I, that I learned a specific technique from her yeah. per se, but I can say that I saw her put herself first while also prioritizing her children. Yeah, which that's really, really important, right? Because I think you know, when we're in this motherhood perspective, like not doing that, we somehow think we're giving our kids more. Whereas like, we wouldn't ever want our kids to go do like be martyrs their whole, like, especially our daughters, like we would never want that for them. Right. Like we want them to go make these amazing worlds for themselves. And yet if we don't do that for ourselves, we just don't have that. We're not passing along that gift. So that's such a cool way to look at it. And the other thing you just mentioned, which I feel like is really important for everyone to acknowledge is that, especially for a woman, work can be self-care, like making Mm -hmm. money can be self-care and, you know, self, it's funny. I'm I'm using this as an example, which I feel like I do often the nails, but um, no one else can see this because we're all listening. And Gianna has like the coolest nails right now. (laughs) So she keeps putting out when she moves her hands. So she actually does that too. Right. That's definitely my self-care. I lo- I, if I don't get my nails, I'm like, I need to get my nails done. That is just the self-care. <laughs> just, you know, it's, it's beauty. For me, I love everything beautiful, right? You go yeah. to my website, like, I if it's beautiful, I'm drawn to it, right? And oh so my God. since I was 15 years old, I've always had nails. I think the longest I didn't have them was like right during the pandemic when I couldn't get them done, right? But it's like, 
that's always been my thing. Like I need to get my nails done. And at one point I used to have the most colorful nails that you can find. I've got, I've dialed it down a little bit. You know, They're purple right now. How is that dialing it down? Well, You're making me want I mean, some purple nails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are lilacs, but I used to just, oh, I used to do even, even, even brighter colors, honestly. Um, oh, cool. But that's myself. That's my self care. Right. And now it's actually something me and my daughter do together. Cause I took her one time. And now she's like, wait, you got your nails done without me. And so now I actually let her come with me. And, and I'm just, you know, to me, I don't say I'm, uh, I'm just teaching her that, you know, it's okay to just, it's something that you love, right? I love getting my nails done. And so it's something that I will find time to do. Um, and if I can't do it, it's okay, right? Like I'm okay with it, but it's something that if it, as soon as I can do it, I go back to it because yeah. um, it makes me feel good. So Awesome. Yeah. And, and that's, what's important is really figuring out what makes us each feel good. But, and I, mm-hmm. and I, so I love that. I love that that's part of it. And I love that all these magical tools are part of it. And um, it sounds like journaling is part of it too, which we didn't really go yes. into, but yes, journaling yeah. is definitely part of it. Um, you know, if I'm just feeling down, sometimes I just, I try to do stream of consciousness and I look back on it and I'm like, what did I just write? Um, but something, something else that I like to do is if I'll write it down and I'll either rip it up or I have a cast iron bowl and I'll burn it. Um, Ooh, and that's like that. something that's really, really just like, I'm just in a really bad, 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 bad space. That's usually yeah. what I'll do. Um, and you can also use Bailey's, which is all that you can get on Amazon. Um, it's something else that I love like teaching people. And you can write down the things or different things that are bothering you. And you can also burn those as well. Um, and it's just to kind of cleanse yourself of the energy. I love um, it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so, so good. And yeah, it's just so good. And it's so cool because, well, I mean, I've watched you sort of pivoting your business mm-hmm. and launching a podcast yeah. and <laughs> leaning into motherhood again when, when, you know, you were thinking, what, what am I doing? Right. And it's just been so cool to see what you're capable of, of pulling off and how you prioritize these things. And just what, like what I just want everyone to hear is how much it's like, almost like how much more efficient it makes you because you've said a few times, like when I get dark, when I get, you know, when things get really hard and you know, we're pretty honest when we're in, 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 in flow conversations, like yeah. we're, we're all pretty open and yet you're very, um, you always have such like a positive grounded energy. So it's cool. It's cool to understand that like part of this is actually like, like part, like the unspoken thing that you've said is trusting to go like trusting to be dark almost. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> being caring. Cause I don't think we think of that as caring. We think that that's what we need to avoid. Yeah, no. Um, like before I learned a lot of these techniques, I will say like, I, I would beat myself up for being in those spaces. And something that I've recognized is that, um, and it just made me think just even going back to learning gene keys, right. As a part of human design, is that we all carry certain types of energy, right? Like we all, that's a part of our energetic blueprint. And even in astrology, right? There are certain planets that are in detriment and they try to say like, oh, well, that's not necessarily great energy. And what I say to that is that 
yes, we all may carry that energy, but we don't have to sit in it, right? Like we don't have to beat ourselves up about having that energy. A lot of times, some of this energy actually makes me uh, take action, right? Like a lot of times, yeah. like I don't want to feel this way anymore. So now I'm going to, how do I not feel this way? Um, and I really, like I said, I learned to just recognize my own crap. Like I learned to recognize when I'm just not in a good space. And I, and, and if I have to sit there for a whole week, you know, I'll do that. You know, and some people say, don't sit there too long. But it's like, if I have to sit there for a week and just allow myself to get quiet and allow myself to say, why am I feeling this way? And conduct, you know, consult my, my spirit guides and, can, you know, pray to God, right? Like do all these different things um, because it's not something that we always get over, right? And I, yeah. I think that we have to be okay with sitting in the darkness, um, we're, we're taught not to, right? They're like, you're, you're feeling this way, flow vibrational, you need to do this and that. And you're trying all these techniques and you're like, why aren't they working? And it's because you're not in a state of allowing. You're right. not allowing this energy to move you out of it, right? Like if a lot of times that energy actually pushes you forward. I know for me, it's done that where I'm in a dark place or I'm in a place that just, it feels like I'm at the lowest of the low. And I work through these techniques, but I also just let myself be. Right. I yep. give myself grace and then I find myself slowly taking steps, moving myself out of it, moving myself out of it. And you see that in flow where I'm just like, OK, I'm good, you know, and it might take a week or it might take a couple of days, but I'm OK with it because I have to be. I can't because I feel like a lot of times why people sit in this energy is because they, they're trying to find all these different frantic ways to get out of it instead of just yes. kind of like I said, moving through it, you know. And judging it, right? Like, and yeah. like, and I think we, I think we spend a lot of time like judging the fact that we feel bad, which like literally is so not, I mean, it's, it might be normal human behavior, but it's not useful in terms of moving forward. We could get stuck there for years. No. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not judging it. And that took me a while too, because I would just be, I'd beat myself up. Why am I feeling yeah. this way? Why can't I move out of this? Why is this happening? And it's just like, no, I'm, I'm just going to sit and observe it. Yeah, right? I'm going to just observe it and just say, okay, well, why, what's going on that I'm feeling this way? What's happening in my life right now? Why, why are these things coming up for me? Okay. I'm paying attention to it. All right. How can I move through it? How can I just get myself to the other side? Cause it, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Yep. I love that. That's beautiful. All right. So tell people how they can find you. You have a podcast. Yes. The mom. Yes. The mom mindset podcast. Um, we're currently working on season two. Uh, I can't wait. I think by the time this airs, it should be season two should be airing. Um, but I'm so excited. I have some women that's in flow that's on it. I have me on it. It's going to be such a good, oh, I can't wait for season two. Anyway, oh, so that's so the exciting. podcast. <laughs> Are you birthing that at the same time as the baby? Oh, no. Uh, that's going to be before he comes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> He's not coming until July. He's not coming. Okay, good. Days, right. He's going to come when he wants, but hopefully he comes when, you know, yes. around the time I'm expecting him. Um, so there's that. Uh, my my um, website is giannadiggs.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, giannadiggs underscore. Um, yeah. And awesome. that's how you can reach me uh, if you want to get in touch and learn some more information about me. Yeah. And we'll put all those links in the show notes and tell us about the, um, you, you alluded to a self-care planner. So tell us a little bit about yeah. that. What's that going to be? So, so I'm working on I'm, something I'm currently working on and I'm like, it's going to get done. You know, again, it's, it's done, right. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> um, so 
yeah, I, I decided, you know, what do I need right now? And I was just like, okay, self-care, self-care is really pivotal because right now my body is changing. I got, I'm growing a human and I'm doing a whole bunch of things. And so there is a seven day uh, free challenge that you can take each day or have different things that you can do so that you can look at your, your self-care routine and like what needs to be revamped, what can you add to it? And then the self-care planner um, it's just, it's like off the back of the seven day challenge. You don't have to do that first, but it, it, it has a bunch of different activities. Um, I, it's three steps and each step, each, uh, step has a, like a few different activities that you can do so that you can really focus on your self care, especially as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I, um, I have mixed feelings these days about the word self care because, I don't know. I just think it's about like, it became a buzzword. Like, I feel like it became somewhat of a buzzword buzzword. and it's like, (laughs) it's so important. It's like not even like it, it just, yeah, it's, it's so important. So someday we'll all think of a new word that really underscores how important it is. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm it's like, like, I'm like what is the, what's the other word? I'm like, I know, no I know. Well, I have a friend, Kelly, who's been on the podcast who, who calls itself nurturing, which feels a little bit better just because it's a little bit different. Um, right. But also it's like, just I like, like <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's somehow we've, we've, we've coined it as the extra thing and there's like enough room in there to feel bad, but it's a priority. (laughs) It's like a number one. It is literally the oxygen mask on the plane. It's really, really, really important. So I hope everyone gets that. And I will say that the (laughs) challenge, the challenge and the planner is, it's not about, uh, it talks about that, right? It's not about it being a extra thing that I have to do everything. It really discusses how to just make it, like I said, even if it's five to 10 minutes a day, right? Because you're loving yourself. That's how I like to see it is self-care is about loving yourself and talk about my nails, right? Like that's my way of, of loving myself. Um, and, and understanding that just because, you know, especially in motherhood, just because we have to take care of our children doesn't mean that we still can't prioritize ourselves. Um, so it's less about the self-care, more about prior, you know, prioritizing yeah. you so that you can be your best self for everyone else around you. Yeah, I love that. And I, I always like the analogy too of like, I would like you would never like, I would never go up to Gianna and be like, Gianna, you can't go get your nails done. That's like too selfish. Or Gianna, right. like, don't move through that pain. Like tapping's right. not worth it. Like who, who you would never say that to a friend, no. right? So like, no. why would you say it to yourself? Right, exactly. Um, Awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So fun. At the end of every episode, we always choose three doable changes. So you can take what you've heard and put it into action because here's the thing about change. Change needs action. And the thing is, is that when we're wanting something really big, when we're wanting to change our lives in a big way, it feels like the action that we have to take is huge. And sometimes that stops us in our tracks. But what I have found over and over again with hundreds of women is that the actions don't have to be huge. They can be the little things that add up over time that make that big change. So We love to pull out three doable changes. So here are the three from this episode. And remember, I do choose three, but pick the one that you're going to work with this week, the one that you're going to fit into your life. You're going to figure out 
how to make it work with your current schedule. You're really going to make it your own. And then if more than one resonates, you can pick up the second one next week. All right. All right. Here are the three doable changes for my conversation with Gianna. Number one, learn about your human design type. So fun. Start by finding out what your type is. Then read online or get a personal reading to really help you understand your type and what that means for you in your life and your business. And I have to tell you that human design is fascinating. I have gotten my own type. I have downloaded the free summaries, which have been super helpful. I've also gotten a reading. And recently I downloaded this whole report, which has been amazing. So, so informative, so helpful. I hugely recommend this tool. Number two, try tapping. Emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as EFT or tapping, is one of the techniques that works so well for getting past mindset blocks. This is a big area where we think when we have a mindset block, we think that things have to be hard. We think that action has to be big. And sometimes it's just shifting our thinking and our understanding, interrupting the pattern, which is what tapping does. So we have a whole podcast on tapping that we will link to in the show notes. I also have a couple resources that I love also linked to in the show notes. Highly recommend leaning into that one for a week. You'll see, it'll stay part of your life. Number three, pick one thing that makes you feel good. Good, y'all. We want to feel good. Gianna talked about getting her nails done. What's your thing that makes you feel good? Notice if you find yourself resisting doing it and then work on the mindset around that. Maybe that's when the tapping comes in and schedule the time for your thing and do it. All right. It's just one thing. Even if you're having the worst week, the most hectic week, what you're calling the most stressful week, you can have time for that one thing. And this is the key to balance. The one thing can balance out all the other things. So I hugely recommend knowing what your one or a couple things are that you can pull out from on a regular basis. All right. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, Share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much. Until next week, dream big, plan from your heart, and have a great day.